Hello, and welcome to the Cash News Podcast, informative conversations about all things currency and cash. We'll share insights on the issues affecting the world of cash today, like cash security, payments technology, and the cash supply chain. Your hosts, Tom Meehan and Sean Ferrari, hope to inform industry professionals and support better cash security and management by sharing the latest information on trends, strategies, and technology. This is the Cash News Podcast. Now, here's Tom and Sean. Hey everybody, it's Sean Ferrari coming here to you live from the IACOA event here in Dallas. What a great event we've had so far. Thank you for joining the Cash News Podcast. Um, Tom's not here with me this time, but he's here in, in picture and in spirit. Um, I'm sure he'll have some comments uh, about, about this too in later podcasts. It's been a great event so far. We had nice networking uh, yesterday evening here, about 150 folks from the, the Armored Carrier, uh, Cash and Transit, Cash Processing, Smart Safe, Recycling, um, Armored Carrier, uh, Car Providers, um, Vest Providers, Bag Providers, um, all sorts of vendors here. It's wonderful to be here with everybody. Some great sessions this morning. Um, we, there was a lot of talk about different um, vests and security that, that they provide, trends going on in the armored carrier industry, some good events this afternoon um, with the Fed talking about um, how payments are changing and cash is changing. Hopefully we can get some guests here, as you can see uh, behind me. And there's, well, maybe you can or cannot, there's people all around. Um, if anybody wants to say hi, feel free to come over and give yourself a product plug or anything. Um, but it's good, we're getting ready for lunch. Uh, and and really, this is one of the events that's really fun to come. Oh, I see a waiter. There we go. <laughs> there are people here. It's not just me and a sign. I promise. Um, this is one of the really fun events to come to. It it's uh, really friendly. It's on the weekend. Everybody's pretty relaxed. Really good networking. Um, and it's as I said, it's it's the independent armored. So it's a lot of armor carriers from all over the U.S. Um, and the Caribbean. Um, and you get a good perspective on what's happening in the business. Um, and it's, it's not, the thing everybody asks, is cash going away? What's happening? No, it's not, and there's a lot of, of business. Um, the cash cycle is changing, as we've talked about. There's more interest in automation. There's more interest in, as the economic pressures are um, obviously on everybody, in doing things as efficiently and um, as cost-conscious as possible, and that's what a lot of folks are talking about. So we're really looking forward to having a great two days here um, at IACOA. Um, and as I said, it's, uh, it's going well. They do a speed dating type networking thing right now, which is exciting, um, where a lot of the suppliers that are here get to talk to um, potential customers and the armored carriers and, and market what's going on. Great feature of this, um, great organization. I was going to try to grab John Margaritas, but he's, uh, he's busy right now working on this. Um, and he's done a great job. Um, and yeah, so I'm gonna be back a little later. I'm gonna see if I can grab some guests um, and we can chat a little bit with them. Uh, so stay tuned, see what else we have in store and uh, I will keep updating throughout the event. So good to see everybody and see you again in a few minutes. Hello everybody, Sean Ferrari here again at the IACOA conference here in Dallas. Um, it's a great event this year. Um, luckily, I uh, snagged Mike here, <laughs> my, my new friend um, from IACOA. Mike, I don't know if you just want to introduce yourself. Sure, um, say sure, a little definitely, bit who yeah. You are. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, Sean. So I'm Mike Salzillo from Marshall and Sterling Insurance Company. I also serve on the board for IACOA. And um, my, 
the reason I'm here is to talk about a little bit more about our uh, online presence with LinkedIn and some social media. So. Yeah, it's looking good. I, I checked it out this morning. I know you were promoting it. I've already uh, liked it, and we, we referenced it in another post. So hopefully you'll get you get those a few more likes and those numbers up. Perfect. Um, but what we are seeing, you know, all around the industry, and I've seen it with currency research. Um, as well, I mean, LinkedIn is a very effective like way to drive people um, to learn more about what's going on and, and to just get involved in the organization. Sure, yeah. I mean, we had we had a few thoughts uh, when we when we started this this uh, program or project, I guess you could call it, and uh, it was really a, a few different things. Would be one would be to help drive some some membership to the to the IACOA conference and and uh, association for both uh, armored operators as well as vendors and, and uh, as well, you know, just to reach maybe some people that we haven't reached before, may not know about our, our association or, um, you know, and, and then also part of it is just the armored operators to be able to collaborate together. Some don't realize where, you know, aren't linked up in any way other than maybe seeing each other at the conference. Yeah. If they do have conversations here, um, which a lot of them do, but, you know, it'll be a central place for them to go and they can see other people, that m members and other areas of the country that they can work with as well. Um, and then, of course, the vendor side of it, which, you know, is my, my, my thing. I'm a vendor for the association and, uh, you know, just to drive more uh, membership for vendors and, and attendance to the conference. Yeah, the awareness is, is key. And I think you, you mentioned on stage this morning even the, the research angle of it, just to keep members aware of trends and happenings in the industry and you know right. it's all those algorithms that are out there that track um, <laughs> you know what people are interested in and what organizations they belong to it helps kind of filter those feeds so it's it's definitely a good good initiative for sure um, sure yeah actually that, that's a good point that, that I forgot to mention just now is that so so far we've really it's been a short period of time that we've had the LinkedIn page so we've really just been trying to drive people to like share follow just to, to get people on there but uh, the content is, is going to be key going forward so you know to inform people so we want to link people up and drive membership but we also want to inform our members of different things going on in the industry and, and that awesome. type of stuff. So. Cool. Um, no I think it's, it's great and, and it looks good. Um, I don't know just what's what's been your favorite part of the conference so far? Um, well you know I just I always I just enjoy coming and seeing everyone you know we, we see each other once a year you know for the most part and uh, it, it's, it's been really good you know it's been good just to have some conversations have some really good conversations with some of my clients and and, uh, and just people that I see and it's been you know it's been great I think you know the whole idea this year was automation and technology and stuff which you know this whole LinkedIn thing kind of fit into it as well you know <laughs> exactly um, getting more uh, you know presence out there on the social media and everything but uh, it's just interesting to, to see how the technology is advancing and um, how these armored carriers are utilizing it and you yeah. know I, to me like the session I just came from was route optimization I mean that's that's pretty interesting to see you know how they're that they have these programs that are just mapping out the routes for them, which is uh, which is pretty yeah. cool. It really helps with the efficiency and, and yeah. cost of the system, which is what what we need to do um, yeah. stay, to stay relevant and competitive going forward. For De sure. Definitely, for sure. Awesome. So. Well, thanks for taking All some right. time thanks to come so over. Much, Sean. Appreciate, yeah, it. appreciate it. Thank and, you. And uh, I'll see you around the rest of the conference. All right. And uh, I'll be back in a, in a second with uh, another surprise guest. So <laughs> stay tuned. Um, see everybody shortly. And uh, as always, like he said, um, not only with IACOA, but with the cash news, um, like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Um, talk to you soon.
Hey everybody, Sean again coming to you from the IACOA conference in Dallas. Thanks for joining us. Uh, speaking of Dallas, uh, my new friend Dallas here <laughs> from Total Armor. <laughs> How are you? I'll let you well, introduce sir. yourself. Yeah, Dallas um, Bar, Total Armor Car, Detroit, Michigan. Awesome. And that's one of the great things about um, this conference in particular. We got armored carriers from all over the country, um, even the Caribbean and, and other countries here to, to network and just share what's happening in that independent armored space. And Dallas, I know you've been on stage quite a bit today talking about all different sorts of trends and hot topics in the in the industry. Um, what what are some of the, the hot topics you think that are out there right now? Yeah, it's a booming business right now. As long as you answer that phone, you're going to be busy. The hot topics right now, I'd say uh, Bitcoin, cannabis cash, some smart safes, uh, um, driver analytics, and, um, you know, the conference theme is... Automation. Driving yeah. down costs <laughs> through automation. So we're using all that to save, uh, you know, be more efficient. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think those are some of the definite hot topics. Um, you know, thinking about, you mentioned cannabis cash, and we, we've talked a, a bit about that um, on the podcast maybe a year or so ago. Um, Tom and I, who's, Tom's not here today, but um, Tom and I went to, um, yes, he yeah, he's, he's here in here. spirit. Yes, I'm trying to stand where I am on yeah. the poster so okay. it looks that way. Um, yeah, Tom's here. He just... <laughs> Drank a lot last night. Yeah, and he's yeah. not well, feeling that's, well. So. You know, Tom, that's that's the norm for Tom. So yeah, you know, just, just kidding, moving. Tom. Yeah, we're kidding. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, in the, so he and I went and did a live podcast um, from the MJ Biz Conference um, out in Vegas a couple of years ago, and just to see the um, the amount of <laughs> business that's that's going on in there, the volume. What was fascinating to us at the time was there weren't a lot of cash vendors, um, processing vendors, CITs, at that show. Um, and it seemed like it was an ideal place for them to be. So I guess just what are you seeing in terms of the, the trends right now in terms of moving cannabis cash or, or that? Uh, well, <laughs> it's been the biggest influx of business Michigan has ever seen. We have no, we've been in business since my grandfather started Total Armor Car in December of 1974. Okay. 49 years. That's the <laughs> year I was born. We did ATMs since 1980. Uh, you know, my Uncle Rick is the John Wayne of ATMs. He was the first one to do an ATM in Michigan. Awesome. That's what we say. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, cannabis cash is billions of dollars coming into our state. It's um, a cannabis company. It has to use a state-licensed transporter to move the product from grow to shop or whatnot. But the transporters typically might not be armored, definitely not armed. And um, that's where we come in. So we, um, I'll text the mic, I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so we'll pick up the deliver and pick up the cash, right? It's been an amazing new set of revenue stream for us. Um, and with more insurance liability, new policies, sure. We do have to charge more. It's called the cannabis tax. Okay. But they're used to paying three times well, for everything they do. <laughs> and our revenue is higher, but we do pay more for more insurance. But it has blossomed into a whole new avenue of sales for us, for smart safes. Imagine a store, now a cannabis store in Michigan, the, 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 the number one store we see does about 350000 a day. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of cash. I'm never going to tell you who that is. <laughs> and then 
the smaller ones do five to ten grand a day. Okay. A McDonald's does about two thousand five hundred a day. <laughs> right. Okay. So the amount of cash is way bigger, but these are new businesses that are just figuring it out, and they don't have this fifty-year bloodline of reconciliation and the way to do right. it. They dump the money on a table in a big pile and they prepare a deposit. There's no controls there um, to find shrinkage or anything like that. When you, so we're selling these smart safes okay. that are high capacity smart safes that can hold fifteen thousand notes in a bag, which is a million five if they're just putting hundreds, yeah, yeah. or eight uh, four hundred thousand if it's twenties. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It counts it perfectly. Um, th there's no deposit ticket preparation. Just get a receipt, and it counts it at 15 notes a second, so it counts very fast. Uh, and they're done. The managers are walking out at nine o'clock with their employees. Nice. They're not staying there for three hours, counting the cash, preparing the deposits, and taking home some extra lunch money. Right, right, right. Okay, so that's been a wonderful thing. Um, the cannabis industry. I really recommend getting into it. Um, it does have serious medicinal properties, and look what we voted for. It's here yeah, now in Michigan. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. No, and we're going to have um, Currency Research has an event, um, so I'll do a little self-promotion <laughs> at the end of November um, down in Orlando, the America's Cash Cycle Seminar. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to put some, some oh. cannabis topics on that. So oh, yeah, you should. Maybe we'll have you out to talk on yeah, it. Yeah, it, it would be amazing, man. <laughs> I am, I am, it's... Uh, <laughs> it's been the biggest shot in the arm, and it would be for you too because that's just the way it is. It's 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 like gold right now. Yeah, awesome. I mean, you mentioned kind of uh, well, you mentioned recyclers as part of that uh, yeah. movement. Are you seeing in other industries, um, in addition to cannabis, um, kind of uh, smart safes recyclers kind of taking Absolutely. off? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, bank branches <laughs> are all going with ITMs, which is a recycler with a teller on the screen. C stores like gas stations, convenience stores. All kinds of smart safes going in there. The smart safe is under the counter. The smart safe at a C store dispenses coin. Uh, if you have three shifts at a C store, you don't want your manager opening that safe at night uh, or even having the ability to do it. If it's a third shift teller or clerk, some of these C stores don't have managers on third shift. It's just a clerk who shows up and relieves the other clerk. Well, they put in their, their dollar bill and get two rolls of quarters out. You know, you're not opening up this, the safe with all the liability in it, okay? Right. okay. And so that's wonderful. Um, there's all kinds of safes. The beauty of the safe is it doesn't matter if it's this safe or that safe. They can all upload to a portal, and the website portal shows exactly who did what at what time. And then if you can talk your financial institution into providing provisional credit, or if you can find a middleman to help receive the portal information, wire the funds into the locations account, and then hire an armor car guy to go pick up the money and put it back into the middleman's account. Um, you know, you can do that. So it's like kind of like a, a whole new model where you get daily credit based off yesterday's total deposit, you get this every day. You're always one day behind. So if you did 10 grand today, you're going to have it tomorrow in your bank account. But you only need to pay for Armored Car once a week, for example. So in Detroit, 
$100,000 uh, pickup of liability once a week, your bill's $368 a month. We're providing the change delivery. Go onto our website, order your boxes of quarters, nickels, dimes, pennies, order your ones, five cents. We'll deliver that when we do the smart safe pickup. We're in and out in four minutes or less. You're getting daily credit. If, if you wanted to do five days a week pickup because you weren't getting daily credit, your bill would be $850. The safe will pay for itself in a, in a year uh, or more because, boy, if, if you ever, I wanted to talk about shrinkage a little bit. Sure. Sometimes yeah. people are really against <laughs> smart safes, like management. Okay. They're driving a nice car. They know how to use an iPhone. It's not the technology mm. that they're, they don't, it's not that. It's, you can't, you can't fake it. You can't steal it. it right. What goes in is what's in the bank account. Yeah. And this smart safe receipt better match your point of sale. Yeah. At the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. How do you fake it? You can't. Yeah. So there, yeah, gets rid of all that shrinkage. And I would assume with interest rate environment going up, it's even more important to get that money into the bank, you know, through using things like a smart safe you, as dude, fast as possible. Dude, bingo, <laughs> bingo. You are right on the money with that. And in incremental weather events like in Michigan, we have freeways shut down. We have, I, 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 I talk about disaster. Everyone talks about disaster recovery, but imagine sure. you're the guy waiting on the armor car for thir on Thursday to come. Yeah. Because you have all this cash you need to get into the bank to make payroll. Mm. When it snows really hard, and it happens sometimes, yeah. the freeway shuts <laughs> down sometimes, yeah. all of a sudden the armor car can't come on Thursday. We'll be, we'll be there tomorrow, sir. So sorry. Well, okay, great. But that means you were supposed to count my money tomorrow because you were picking it up today. Mm. So I'm bouncing checks or I got to move funds or, oh no, the worst thing you can do is, you know, have all your employees sure. quit because the checks. No pay. Yeah. So disaster recovery. Last year we had, we had it happen twice in Michigan where incremental weather shut down some roads, especially on the western side of Michigan where there were blizzards. Hmm. Every single client with smart saves still had power. They, they had their credit yeah. in the bank. We had this client, I won't mention, they... They were so upside down and they were going to be so affected because of exactly what I told you. They were going to bounce all payroll. Okay. The bank and us, we said, okay, when we pick up the bags on Friday, we're just going to show you what they said is in this money because they don't have smart safes. This is all traditional okay. deposits. <laughs> and then the bank credited them what they wrote on the bags. And then when we finally processed the money in the vault, they had to make adjustments, oh, okay. but they were still able to yeah, still be able to do it, dude. Like you can't do yeah. that for every client, and you no. know, it just just get the machine, just yeah. get the machine to do the work for yeah, you. Exactly, cool. No, and speaking of kind of automation and machines uh, helping out, I know another topic we wanted to talk about was a little bit about driver analytics. Oh, um, yeah. kind of moving to what goes on out there on the road, um, and how different technologies and automation that's out there now can help be safer, more efficient, uh, uh -huh. just everything. So Everything. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we just had a little uh, presentation on it. Um, for 20 to $30 a month, you can't beat it. Um, basically, you already have your vehicle. You have your employee. Um, just get the technology, put it in the OBD2 reader or hardwire it, and all of a sudden, you can see your fuel efficiency. You can put in emails and alerts so you can have 
harsh braking and heavy acceleration, I'll, I'll send an email form to your terminal managers or your fleet managers. You can see the data. You can see what truck number it is. You can see the breadcrumbs of the route. You can, you can really coach in real time on the same day it happens um, your drivers. You can reward the good ones who are a shining example of how you want your fleet with your signs on your trucks running down the road. And then you bring in the other ones too and you say, bro, you had 57 harsh braking today. <laughs> right. We, have, we had a guy who had 57 in one day. Good. Yeah. That means every intersection, He's they really waited <laughs> way too long. And some of these trucks, our brakes go out every six sure. months. There's a reason. You're supposed to, well, I don't want to teach you how to brake correctly, but there's a way to drive trucks sure. correctly. You get pie graphs, you get charts, you get printable, actionable. Let's talk about that breadcrumb thing. I, I keep forgetting to mention this to everyone at Iacoa. The breadcrumbs that you see following your route um, led us to finally catching somebody who robbed us in February. We were at a McDonald's parking lot and our messenger got out and uh, serviced the location. And on the way back into the truck, the driver hit the button, the door opened up, he opened up the door. He saw two guys approaching him from the parking lot. He threw the money in deep in the truck. And, and uh, he, you know, right when he did that, they were on him with guns in his face, two guns in his face, pushed him up to the front of the truck and they were standing there at the side of our van and they grabbed whatever they could grab. Well, this is a seasoned veteran and he had an empty smart safe bag and he had another empty bag here. These two thieves with one getaway, getaway driver grabbed that empty stuff thinking that there was hmm. money in it and hightailed it, but they didn't know what they had. They didn't know right. it was empty. Sure. Right? So my guy comes and in this whole scheme of things, draws his weapon and shoots three rounds at the car while they're driving away. Sure. We don't train and we do not condone that. Sure. However, he was, he didn't know if they were, if there were more of them. He was, he feared for his life. Well, we didn't know who it was. The FBI pounced, everyone pounced. We shut down that McDonald's. That was our control center for the day. Sure. And we used, they, they had eight agents or seven agents up and down the street looking at different videos. We started to give them our breadcrumbs, where we were, mm. what did we do? Well, today's, today's Sunday. On Thursday on the way here, I got a call in the morning from the, an agent. Okay. It says, Dallas, we got him. I didn't know what he, <laughs> I said, what? The situation in, in February, we caught them. We got two of them. We're working on the third right now. I said, hallelujah, yeah. thank you, Jesus. Great. We never get calls from the FBI yeah. with good information like that. Other folks here are telling me how upset they are with, why does it take so long? Well, you know what they did? They used this breadcrumb data and all the analytics that I gave them, and they used their all the resources they have yeah. available it's the fbi yeah 
they got the cell phone number from my driver and the cell phone number from my messenger, so they knew their numbers and Mac ID, ping, fingerprints. <laughs> then they looked for other cell phones that also followed this breadcrumb mm. right around the same time as my van. And sure enough, there were two cell phones well, there you go. that followed <laughs> us around. Well, a cell phone is like a fingerprint. It has a Mac ID. You, they know who bought them, so they watched who owned those phones, the last addresses at CFI. I mean, you got the name yeah, and address. Yeah. You're going to go watch. <laughs> it took me a while to get all this out of him. He didn't want to tell me because it's still going on. Yeah. But he finally told wow. me because it's really important. And the, 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 the best part of the story was, well, besides that they got caught, is he says, we were watching the house. And the getaway car showed up. No, oh, there you go. And when I drove by the getaway car, I saw the bullet holes in the back. So a three-state task force converged on Thursday morning at 4 a.m., right. broke into the house, and got those guys because of driver analytics that we pay $20 a month for. There you go. A it's, great real-life story yeah, right there. Yeah, it, yeah. So many benefits to the automation that yeah. we talked about. Well, that's amazing. We've covered a lot of topics. Yeah, and No, no, that's great. It's okay. awesome. Um, you're welcome back anytime. Okay. <laughs> um, it was great. We covered all that, and there's more to be talked about here at the conference over the rest of this day. It was a good day yesterday, too. We talked cash visibility and other stuff, a whole lot of stuff. But yeah. Great topics. Thank you. Um, thanks for coming. Thank Appreciate you very it. much. No, and, thank uh, you. We'll have you back on okay. in the future. All right. I hope so. But awesome. My first podcast. That's right. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, we will see you again uh, very shortly. Thanks. Have a good day. <laughs> Hey everybody, Sean coming to you again from Iacoa here in Dallas. Um, we've got another great uh, surprise guest with us, um, Mark with Total Armor. Um, hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, like you said, my name is Mark with Total Armor. I'm a director of loss prevention uh, over there at Total Armor Car based out of Detroit, Michigan. Um, yes, we, we, we're going to be talking with you about uh, hiring veterans and why that's a good thing and how you can uh, create a flow of veterans coming into your company especially in these times when finding employees is yeah. hard, especially I mean, hardworking employees. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's great, and that's yeah. why we wanted to chat today, to really just kind of bring up the, we know hiring is a, is a tough challenge for everybody right now, yep. um, and uh, veterans provide a great source um, for specifically, specifically the armored carrier industry. Yep. And I know you're, you're, you're a veteran, um, thanks for yep. your service. Oh, my pleasure, everything. my pleasure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to tell a little bit about your, yourself, if, feel free, um, okay. and then we can kind of just go into um, kind of ways that, that states or even veterans can help um, how that channel works, how that flow yeah. works. <laughs> yep. Um, so, sorry, no, I, I served eight years in the Special Forces in the military, uh, and after I got out, I did a construction for a little bit, but mm -hmm. I ended up getting into the armored car business. But um, as a company looking to hire, like if you're armored car or anything, hiring veterans, you can go to your local VA office. If you go to your local VA office, tell them you're interested in, in having your business put down and um, qualifying as a veteran-friendly business. What will happen is when veterans get out and they go to check in with their VA office, they will uh, utilize your company name to say they're looking, if you are a cash and transit company, and they say, I'm looking for more of like a security job or something like that, 
then they'll be like, okay, well, this company here is a veteran-friendly company. We've uh, vetted them because that's what they do. They'll vet your company, make sure that okay. you aren't a horrible company that they're going to be sending veterans to because they, they care about the veteran. Yeah, <laughs> yeah great. Um, and once they do that, then if the, the veteran's looking for a job in the field that your company's in, uh, they'll recommend them, and that's a really good way to get veterans coming into your business and employees just in general that you know are going to be reliable. Um, bringing in a veteran uh, is a lot easier to do a reference check, especially if they're mm. fresh out of the military, because if you get your standard civilian come in, they'll give you their, their references, and then you have to call them and verify and do all that. With a veteran, uh, they bring their DD-214. It's a form every veteran gets when they get out of the military. Okay. On that form, it's going to tell you if they're honorably or dishonorably discharged. That's the most important thing you know about a veteran. If they're dishonorably discharged, and people tell you this, a dishonorable discharge is worse than a felony. Okay. All right. But um, <laughs> that'll tell you everything. You don't have to verify. You don't have to call anybody. That piece of paper, that DD-214, if you know what to look for, you know, if you are bringing on a veteran for the first time, you've never seen a DD-214 form, go online, Google it, and see what it looks like before this guy comes in with a piece of paper that said just crayon DD-214 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, yeah. Authenticate it. Make sure yeah. it's real. Yeah. That's cool. But, besides, but, but what about for the armored car? I mean, the benefits of bringing yeah, on... Yeah, so specifically for armored car, the benefit for the employee and the veteran is they're bringing experience and it might not be exactly the same experience but a lot of it a lot of it's applicable mm -hmm. you know just being aware of your surroundings that's big um they they're going to do deal much better with structure mm -hmm. and you know um orders they're given or not orders <laughs> but what the management, management tells them to do yeah. management directives exactly you know <laughs> and they they handle that structure a lot better as opposed to a lot of the especially the younger generation mm -hmm. now they don't like that being told they, they want to do just their job that's it, nothing else. Yeah. That's another thing I can tell you. Most veterans are going to do what you want them to, basically. Not to an extreme, obviously, sure. but um, <laughs> they're more likely to go a little outside of their job description to, to, to help the company, um, just because that's what we did in the military. You didn't just do your job. You helped people around you yeah. and the men around you. Um, and I would think on the armored car side, it's also it's a dangerous job out there. I mean, it's, it's, and there, there's likely, for at least a lot of um, folks that come out of the military, being in kind of dangerous situations or you're trained for that. They, so. Yeah, they don't have to handle it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, depending on the job they right. had in the military, sure. I mean, everybody knows this, but there's <laughs> everything from sitting behind a computer to, you know, be on the front sure. line and, and in combat. Um, but with that, yeah, I mean, it, the training that, especially the front line soldiers, the, the infantry and things like that are going to have is the, that stress level of, of an ex, uh, life or that situation they can handle it better. It doesn't affect them the same way. They're going to, you know, go back to their muscle memory. And not, so thinking about the same muscle memory, maybe think about this, not only will they be a good employee for you, they can help train your other employees mm -hmm. on how to properly handle themselves, their, their firearms, and how to handle those situations and do physical training with them so they actually have muscle memory. Um, physical training is very important. I can stand here all day, say you're one of my employees, and tell you what to do. <laughs> And if you get in that situation, the first thing you're going to do is think about what I told you, not act, because right. you haven't done the action itself. Gotcha. So physical training is huge with that, and that's what they can offer. And um, Yeah. Cool. No, that's <laughs> awesome. No, thanks for that. Uh, maybe just since you're kind of the director of loss prevention, mm -hmm. um, just going down that road just for a second. Okay. Is, is there anything loss prevention-wise that um, you see as a huge trend right now or something you want to convey to folks um, that in the field the or just yeah. in general uh, either okay um, <laughs> whatever comes to mind <laughs> loss prevention so it's very vague in the sense of law like if anything can hurt the company and, and cause them money sure. is loss so yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd say right now a big one is lawsuits 
Okay. Big as lawsuits. Yeah. There's people going around right now. Literally, their job is to go to a company, find a fault, sue them, live off that money until they run out, go and get another job and sue. Okay. And you got to be careful. People are looking for it. They have access to the information on how to do it. There's yeah. plenty of YouTube videos on how to find the little things that a company is doing wrong to get money out of them. Um, I think it's an interesting point because I, I think most people, including myself, when we think of, of loss prevention, yeah, it's like, oh, how, yeah, how do you stop the theft or the, the shrinkage in that respect? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the the people coming specifically to work for you to find that yep. way to suit you. Well, that's always going to be your biggest threat. <laughs> I don't care what industry you work in. Your biggest threat, the person that has the easiest access to your product and your goods, is your employees. Yeah. It sucks, but that's just what it is. Yeah. And, and especially in the cash and transit industry, you know, our employees are touching and handling millions and millions of dollars yeah. of cash. Yeah. You don't always know how you're going to handle that. And that's why it's one of the hard parts about hiring people in the cash and transit industry is you don't know how they're going to handle it once they actually see that money mm. and hold that money. It's a different experience. For me, myself, when I came in, I looked at it as a product. Right. This is the product we're uh -huh. moving. Um, it isn't money. Yeah. It's, it's the widget. It's not. It's not the companies. <laughs> it's, it's the product that we are moving for our clients, yeah. and that's how I look at it. It's yeah. monopoly money. I don't care. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, but as you say, that's how you've thought yep. about it. You don't Even know to this day, if I got a couple thousand dollars of my own money in my hand, it still feels like more than that million dollars <laughs> I was holding a few minutes ago because it's mine. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Um, Good point. But with, with that, going back to the loss prevention, uh, lawsuits, yeah, that is big. Yeah. And, um, cool. Oh, geez. No, that's good. No, that's great. Yeah. That's a great way right. to look at it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks cool. for taking some time. Yep. Appreciate My it. My pleasure. Good talking to you. Good talking with you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks you for joining us. Um, like, subscribe, all that good stuff to us. Um, we will be coming to you. This may be the last one from Iacoa. Um, not sure, but uh, we will be back with you soon. So stay tuned and thanks for watching. Thanks for listening to the Cash News Podcast. We hope you found this episode insightful. Don't forget to like and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter, and be sure to visit us at thecashnews.com to stay up to date with the latest on the world of cash. Thanks again for listening to the Cash News Podcast.